You thought best you stop my dad. Yeah. He's dead. He's not gonna feel anything. Oh, okay. Here's your pretend Here it thing. is. Here it is. What'd you just call me? How the fuck is a ghost making footstep sounds? No, 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 no. Like, you know how I sleep? How do you sleep? <laughs> Lay down. <laughs> <laughs> <You're a bitch>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, hey, once again, everybody, this is uh, everybody tuning in on YouTube and everywhere else. This is LTG coming at you with PSS After I was got Rod sitting in the co-host, as always. Trying to find the Facebook live. Hey, how are you? Uh, you know, doing good. Doing good? Yeah. Just here? How do you sleep? Yeah, I know, right? How do you sleep? Oh, how do I sleep? Yeah. Shit, man, I got no sleep. Yeah. Every once in a while, know, only, you, only you know when I get I the gummies. I know, I know. No, 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 no. Like, you know how I sleep? How do you sleep? <laughs> Laying down. <laughs> You're a bitch. <laughs> Oh shit! I can never give a stupid joke because you know it's always me. Fuck me! Dude, that's know? like a dad joke. That's something I should be it's, saying, it's, not it's, you. It's my dad joke, okay? Yeah. <laughs> they call him. Oh, how do you sleep? Laying, laying down. Yeah. <laughs> my eyes closed. That's something I should be saying, not you, dummy. All right. So, last story. We got uh, we got Braden back with us again. Last story was pretty interesting. Last story was pretty interesting. Yeah, <laughs> think of it too bad. Kind of makes us go. It kind of makes me even say, "Well, it, it's it's worthy of looking at." Yeah, it is. Right. I mean, really, where else do you have more dead bodies than a hospital? That the funeral home. Yeah, battlefield maybe. Right. Like the cemetery. Even, even a funeral home. That person, majority of the time, majority of the time, has passed away at a hospital, gone to the funeral home, majority of the time. Now there are times, like I talked about in the last one, where we got six people and they go directly to the to the funeral home. And they, you know, but still, you guys, you guys kind of feel my point. Right? Yeah. So, all right, I'll just leave that be. Let, let's go on to another story that Braden had. The last one he shared with us was Pretty about good. the morgue and transporting bodies down there, which let, let, let's focus on that once, once again for a second. Braden, is there any way in your head you can give me a... Because once again, I'm curious about a this kiss. stuff. No, not a kiss. Just a light little love tap. <laughs> a little smooch. A little smooch. Just on the cheek. <laughs> Just on the cheek. And then when you go in for the cheek, I go. Oh. <laughs> he wants you to blow his uh, beard. Like, yeah, know. right? No. Just, just feel the beard. Feel the beard. Fear mm. the beard. Mm. All right. So the last story that you told, how much of that can you attribute, do you think, the creepiness of being the fact that you're all alone, you're in a area by yourself and you're with a dead body as opposed to it possibly being something paranormal or supernatural that you felt. Mm, see, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel anything and everything that could and can happen. I feel there's usually always an explanation behind it. Right. Um, I guess also in a sense where if it's like blatantly obvious, um, well, but what would you consider blatantly obvious? Like, let's say, you know, say like you, you feel like a bunch of like cold air, but it's say like you could see that there's an air vent and it's actively blowing cold air. Or if like the doors open and it's really right. cold outside and that air is just rushing in. Right. Looking, then, looking for the most simple explanation. Yeah. Or um, I guess like another thing. Is like, you know, in some like older buildings typically made out of wood, it's like you can, it's like, oh, you can hear footsteps or whatever, but you also got to think it could be 
uh, hot during the day and as it cools down during the night, that building is contracting because it's getting cold. Yeah. So it could sound like there are footsteps or that it's, you know, that it's creaking. That That's easily explainable without a doubt. Um, but there are some other times where you can be in an area where that's not necessarily possible and you start to think, well, you know, how how can this be? So you start looking for answers and sometimes you may not find an explanation for it. So then you start to think, you know, what could this be? You know? Let me, so let me ask you guys this, because I, I want your I want your opinions on this, because this is one of the things that I asked in yeah. my paranormal investigation classes, too. So if you hear footsteps, right, because I've talked to people and they've heard footsteps, right, coming upstairs, supposedly, quote unquote, running at them. Um, how do I put this as delicately as possible? Fuck it. I'll just say it. How the fuck is a ghost making footstep sounds? It's a ghost. It's an yeah. apparition. It's not something that can physically <clears throat> manifest itself it's to a, the point that it can make steps. Yes, I mean, maybe you could see it in a blurry picture or something, but the fact that it's now making footsteps? Yeah, but come on, what about a poltergeist? Dude. What about a poltergeist? They're ghosts. They can't physically go and open those drawers, right? They can't physically go and move the mic back and forth, right? Well, supposedly exactly. poltergeists can. Well, how? They're well, good, so poltergeists... They're, I mean, they, how? They're in operation. Okay, so poltergeists then are the majority of the things when we hear when it's footsteps, it's a poltergeist? I don't know. Yeah, see, I don't either. That's that's one of my points. That's why like, I look at this and I just say... Just, how come a poltergeist can't just go and pick shit up? I don't know. And they're... Okay, they're... Now you bring up another interesting point. I mean, you're the one with you're you're the one studying this shit. I know that's what I'm saying, and there's no answer. That's my point. That's the thing that bugs me so much is there's no point to this. There's no there's no definite answers on on what makes a particular phenomena real or not. Yeah, there isn't. I'm sorry, there's not. I look at all this shit and I look at all the information and the classes that I've taken, and it really comes down to personal beliefs and what you think you experienced. Now, I'm not saying there aren't times with elevator lobby, like we've talked about where there you exhaust all rational, rational explanations. Yeah. Not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying that I don't think this shit occurs nearly as much as people think it does just because it's a place that's spooky, a little bit scary you have some dead bodies in the area. There's nothing against you, Braden. Don't please don't take it that way. Because yeah, I'm talking about way. I'm talking about everybody. I'm even talking about who we're gonna have on with with the the supposed haunted doll. Yeah. Right. Like I look at all this and I say, okay, let's look at real explanations for this. If all right, let me just end it there. Let me end it there because I could I go down a whole other rabbit hole with this. I want to hear Braden's other story that he was talking to us about. All right, is this up? At the, is this up at the hospital as well? Yeah, it was still up at the hospital. All right, all right, here we go. We're we're now building the case more, right? All right, let's go. So I would say this particular call was probably about a week and a half ago. Um, so before I actually really get into it, we, we also on top of like a radio and keys and all that other fun stuff, we also have a pager. So something that's not necessary for it to come over the radio, it'll come over the pager. Um, but both ended up happening. Um, 
that much like you know how you mentioned not saying the name of the hospital the this other company that comes in and brings people in i'm not gonna say that name either because i feel it just be kind of i guess obvious at that point but we get a call that a that a bird's bringing in a patient from um i think just over the point of the mountain because uh i think something traumatic happened i want to say it was either a car accident or something but their their legs were barely intact by the time that we intercepted them on the helipad so we go out get them and we're given clear instructions take these guys to the er well you know the how many people uh so it was me the guy working the the ed that night and then the tell me what ed is the emergency department um but you could also say emergency room but it's whatever you'd like i guess um, and then whatever medics were on that bird, I think there was at least two or three performing whatever they could uh, with whatever equipment they had. And then a couple of the nurses and doctors came out so that they could try to do what they can to stabilize them before we got to the OR. But, you know, we had to, you know, take that same route as if, let's say, someone passed away. We had to go through that same route because that's the only way that our gurneys, our stretchers are going to fit in those elevators. There's no other way. Um, but on our way down there, we had to cross through the regular visitor hallway to get into the staff uh, hallway to get to the staff elevators. Um, but me and the other guy that I'm working with uh, down in the e, uh, ED, uh, we see something out of the corner of our eye down at the far end of the hallway. So we're so on this side of the hallway, we see something out of the corner of our eye, but we're going the complete opposite direction. We, we both turn and look, and it's this darker, shadowy figure kind of just... Ho- it, it looks like it's holding its arms up like this. Like, it's like It might maybe do something. We don't know, but we could make out at least the arms. We don't see as much detail like, you know, fingers, because that, that would take some effort by said thing to manifest that much, to be able to see that much detail. Um but we could at least see hair. We don't see eyes, mouth, nose, all that fun stuff. Um, we turn, look at it and we're both a little creeped out by it. But as we, well, so as you looked at it, did it just stay there? Or did it, no, it, it, it stood there uh, for a hot minute and we both felt kind of intimidated by it. The way that it was standing at that end of the hallway. So, what our plan was is like, okay, we're going to take this individual up to the OR, or OR where they're needing to go and make sure that we get the necessary info so we can do our individual reports on that incident. But he's like, you know what, Braden, fuck it. We're going to go down there and see if it's still there. We, we get down there, still there, but it's further away. Um, so we go try to get closer to it, so approach it. And it's just standing there the whole time. It's standing there the whole time. And then something um, gets our attention uh, behind us uh, because we were stopped by one of the ER techs. Uh, And then we turn back and look, it's not there no more. So seeing that, not knowing necessarily what it was, was definitely a little freaky. Um, We were thinking maybe, because like each, like, different like personnel there they wear different clothing and all this other stuff so we were thinking maybe someone had our their back to us and they were 
possibly doing something else. So that would probably explain why you couldn't see like eyes, nose, mouth, that kind of thing and not being able to make out and everything else. But the thing is, it was like almost like you could see through it. So that was kind of. So how far away was this from you guys? I'd say because because the hallways there, they're they're pretty lengthy. So I think from where we were at the elevators, from the one end down to the other, so from where the elevators are, I'd say between 50 and 100 feet, um, if not maybe a little more. Um, but I don't know. It, it was definitely creepy just to see because us not knowing what it was and trying to figure out could this be explainable, just someone had their back to us right. working on something. Because um, some of the maintenance guys, they they – they wear all black um and like us we have like uh we we tend to wear all black too so we're maybe thinking it was one of the other guys just standing down at the end of the hallway checking something out but after uh us turning away because we got caught off guard by one of the er techs and then looking back nothing there but the thing is at that end of the hallway there's nowhere else to go it's like a dead end because it's like utility closets and all that other stuff right. so it's like where where could this thing have gone so we try looking back on cameras and absolutely nothing you don't even see anything on cameras which is probably the weirder part about it um and i wouldn't i definitely think that was probably more i, w- I wouldn't say more, one of the more creepier things that's happened there um because we kind of blew it off we didn't really care about it in the moment because we were already preoccupied with something else we're right, just, yeah, we'll just go check on it later um but not saying anything after that it was kind of but did you guys talk about it and be like did you see that i saw that what yeah, was that we we both looked at each other like in the moment of us with that patient and then after the fact and we're like oh like what the fuck was that and then we just go back into the the ed sit at the security desk and just shoot the shit for the rest of the night and nothing really ever came of it nothing else no nothing else so what let me ask this if you know what do you think it was then no idea do you think it was let me ask you this do you know the person that you guys brought in did they pass away or did they no they they definitely made it um got them up there in time um they were you know the the surgeons up there were able to work their magic and they're they're good um because before we finish our report uh we we called up there to make sure you know see what the status was so that way we can just kind of update it as we go from there um but towards the end of the shift we got a call back from that particular or that they're like yeah they're good now they're stable enough for us to put them in a room in the main building so they fortunately made it but you know I mean, thinking of it now, it could honestly be something, I mean, anything explainable. Like I was mentioning, it could have been. Could have been uh, a shadow. Yeah, from maybe someone down there or could have maybe been one of us, but the fact of how far it would have had to have gone down there and not, it not reflecting off the floor like a normal shadow does. Have you, have you seen anything like that since? Uh, since then, no. Uh, just because... I'm mainly more upstairs uh, in the main building. So I'm rarely down there um, unless if that 
particular guard wants me down there just to hang out with them. If it's absolutely, they're just it's just absolutely dead um, up where I'm normally at. So I, I rarely go down there. So I just because you have know. no reason to be there. Yeah, I'd have no reason to be there. So I, I just don't go down there. So hmm. now, as the person that's down there, have they seen a lot of weird shit, or have they said anything? They, everyone that's usually down there, because you know shift change they tend to really hear things say things but it's kind of something that's explainable like they'll hear like whispers or something but you know it's usually a couple of the texts like just talking quietly because some of the things that most people talk about there is kind of you know like confidential stuff they don't want other people to hear so that's usually obviously explainable um but usually a lot of the time you hear whispering and you think you're alone it's definitely a little creepy yeah, that's the um, thing. So a lot of the times with them, it being in the middle of the day, it tends to just be explainable. Um, but, but even then, even if it's the middle of the day, you're in a you're in the basement with dead people. It's going to feel a little creepy to begin mm-hmm. with, right? So I think that that's where minds start to wander a little bit because I don't care who you tell. Even me, being a skeptic. Put me in a basement and you say, yeah, all the dead bodies come down here. We transfer all the dead bodies down here. Even me being a skeptic, I'm going to go, oh, that's a little creepy. Dead bodies everywhere. Even though I've seen plenty, right? But, I'm, but it's still, it's not, it's not something normal for human beings to just sit around dead bodies, right? So it's yeah. a little bit weird. So that's where I just look at all this and I say, well, what's... Dude, I want you to do some prying. I want you to start talking to the people that work down there on graves and everything and just start mm-hmm. saying, tell me everything you've seen. You know and what you can have do? Them come on here because I want to I want to I want to sit down and I want to have a little, you know, face-to-face discussion to kind of You know what you can do? You can even grab a notebook, right? And write that person's name and just take notes of the most important things that you notice about them. How do they react? To talking about that because just like i told you when i talked to ramon about that little girl yeah and uh out of breakfast yeah he seemed freaked out like he seemed scared like straight up right and i know he wouldn't lie right so you can tell when somebody's lying sure so i think i think you can do the same thing honestly like you yeah. can tell when somebody's lying to you. Yeah, I mean, that's not a problem. You know, I can yeah. definitely do that. Because I always carry a little notebook with me um, yeah. that's got all the different details. All the and do you know what's pretty interesting on. about this? Sorry to interrupt you. Did is you? that um, <laughs> he had been asking me already, when are we going to record? When are we going to record? When are you going to invite me over? Well, here it is. Here's your opportunity. Here it thing. is. Here it is. What did you just call me? Braden. So okay. that that's, you know, once again, that kind of goes to what we're talking about is that I obviously, me, I always look for the most rational yeah, explanation. Yeah, of course. And I do the same thing too. Before you even trying to be like, oh, it's a ghost. Yeah. I try to find the most reasonable explanation to it. You know, like just like being at the grand hall during the, during the semi day night, you yeah. know, like it could either be the noise outside. It could either be a fucking, uh, you know, how spirit boxes work yep. nowadays. Yep. Like, Yep. Can be a radio transmission. Exactly. Anything. It could be anything. Exactly. So that that's why I just wanna I wanna start checking with as many people as you possibly yeah. can over there. And let's start let's start getting as many of these stories as we can, especially where you are. It seems like kind of a hotbed, so to speak. And well, then I mean if they want, 
come come on here and sit down because I want to ask him. I want to talk I to think, him about it. I think what's mostly going on there is the energies. Because the body releases energy. Once you pass away, there's an energy, you know. Well, even, even arguably that occurs. I don't know. I mean, it, it's going to take a lot more convincing well, yeah, for, for sure. me on this one. But my friend, I'd say that he's willing to bring his recorder so you can listen to it. No, I want to hear that too, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm all for it. Derek, if you're watching this, dude, you need to come. We get that stuff. <laughs> we get that stuff kind of in the bank and kind of done, yeah. so to speak. And then we go there and we check it out. Even then, I could, I think that thing has a memory card. So we can just slide it into one of them, put it in the, mm -hmm. the thing, and we can just, with the click of a button. Yeah. We can listen to it right here. No, yeah, I'm interested. Clearly interested. I think that's one of the things that we're going to be doing in the future is actually going yeah. on location to places more, especially here in the Salt Lake Valley, because I think that's something that, uh, I think that's something to be really cool is if I we think, have some video I think of we're gonna going go, to these different places. I think we're going to go camping here pretty soon. And I think we're going to go to Immigration Canyon, I think it's called. Mm -hmm. And um, I've heard some stories about it. I'll tell you off camera. Yeah. But no, it's all good. It's yeah. all good. So anything else there, Braden, with that one? So, so far, that's really it. Um, just because with me being like upstairs on the main floor in the, the main building, I don't really go down to like the ED anymore. Um, yeah. And a lot of the times there is somebody that it's designated, like their main job is uh, to transport the bodies. But um, there are some days where if that person's not available, I'll be the one to end up doing it. So it's kind of, it just depends um, if I end up going down that far or not. But other than that, I usually just sit at the desk on the, in the main building. But can you actually... Are you just designated to that area or can you actually go into other areas in the hospital? No, yeah, I can go into other areas of the hospital, like the heart and lung building. I can go to. Yeah, like if you want to walk around, like you want to be like, you know what? I feel like patrolling this area. I'm going to go there. Yeah, because me, I'm just the main inside guy. So we're not just stuck to just the main like patient building. It's anything on the inside. So like the heart and lung, the main building, so the women's center. How many how many dead bodies do you think you've transported around the morgue area? I'd say a, at least on my own, it's at least a dozen, if not a little bit more than that. Now, every time something weird happened or very sporadically? I think very sporadically, but I think it's also just the fact that, you know, you have a dead body in front of you, you're pushing it into that refrigerated room. So I think that definitely obviously gives it some creepy vibes because, you know, as mentioned sure. earlier, not everyone's going to do that. They're going to be like, no, I don't associate yeah. with that kind of crap. Yeah. Because um, there are there are a couple times where just to, once you get them in that refrigerated room, you have to kind of uh, get them up on the lift or whatever, put them on, uh, like, no, I wouldn't say designated shelf. Um but sometimes you do have to like actually like touch the body. Them. Yeah. 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 So it's definitely, you, you like touch it, but you obviously have gloves on because stay there. Uh, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's after you secure it. So it doesn't uh, fall off. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, you touch it with gloves. Cause I mean, even when it's in the bag, it's at that point a biohazard. Oh yeah. So, um, 
like touching them through the bag and through the gloves, it's kind of, in my opinion, kind of fucking gross. Well, it's creepy. It's a dead body. <laughs> yeah. And there's been a couple of times where, um, not actually taking them down to the morgue, but a mortuary service will come pick them up if if they're not in there. We'll take them up to the room, and there's been a couple of times where they're not in a bag at all. Yeah. So it that's I think probably the more creepy part is actually seeing them. Oh, absolutely. Not in a bag. Yeah. But we don't actually touch them. We just the sheet that they're on. Yep. That they lay them on. That's on the bed. We pick them up by that and gently move them over and gently place them down and. They cover them. They kind of will strap them down so they don't fall off because that's going to scar some people oh, if dude. it does. Um, you imagine, dude, if my dad fell off a bed and I was watching somebody transporting him when he passed away, I'd fucking freak out. Be like, you dumb bastards. You yeah. dumb bastards, you just stopped my dad. Yeah. He's dead. He's not going to feel anything. Oh, okay. But still, it's your fucking loved one, man. You want him to be treated with respect. <laughs> you know, my brother is a dick. Uh, quick story. When he was in Mexico and... He would go pick up the dead bodies from the scene, you know, like he would go pick them up, transport them back to the funeral home. And then he would go in the room and talk to the people as they were like prepping the body, you know, just usual. And he said the one day they were, they were fucking bringing a dead body in, right? And the, they were, they were, he was in the casket. So the, 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 the casket hits the corner of like a little thing that they had, like a little table that they have right there. And the, the, and all the ladies like, oh, please be careful, son. And my brother's like, it's already dead. It's not going to feel anything. <laughs> and I was like, you're a fucking dick, dude. Yeah, that's being, that's being a bit of a douche, man. It's somebody's <laughs> loved one, man. <laughs> yeah, right? he, he's a dick. Like That's somebody's loved one. That's somebody, somebody that somebody cares about. You know, yeah, it may not be there anymore. Spirit, whatever. We're going to, yeah, know, whatever anybody may think. But still, you got to have some respect. for. Yeah, Braden. Not Braden. Braden didn't do anything. <laughs> uh, 27 minutes. You want to add anything else? No, man. I, I just, I like the fact that we're hearing some more stuff from yeah, they're like different locales. It was weird because at one point we were just recording and we were not getting anything. We were just yeah. getting stories from online. And now we're like getting stories from people and yeah. it's pretty interesting. Good you stuff. Know? It's good stuff, man. This is going to be good. It's going to be good. We got a lot of good stuff in the pipe. So, um, Braden, anything else you want to add? Like your social media, you know, follow Braden on Facebook. Uh, Braden Medici is single <laughs> and ready to mingle. <laughs> All right, Rod. All right. Where can they send those mail to? Send us an email that you have to paranormalafterhours at gmail.com. <laughs> you guys can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok. YouTube and Twitch as PSS After Hours. Come, like I said, hey, once again, this is LTG signing off with Rod and with uh, Braden once again. Thanks everybody for tuning in on this one. Uh, things are going to get a lot, lot better. Trust me, we got a lot of a lot of cool things that yeah. are in the pipe and ready to go. Remember, be safe. Watch a six. Keep your powder dry. And Rod, always remember, things are going to get a little weird. Yes, they will. Peace. We're out.